Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Now's the time. NFL previews. We're going to hit every single game. We'll break it up a little bit. We'll do some college football, but we're going to start with the big one this week, Atlanta. They've done nothing this year but cover. Literally, 6-0 and against the spread. They're a 3-3 mm-hmm. and football team. They're tied atop the division, even though it features Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. And this weekend, they take on the Cincinnati Bengals, who not only covered, but won last week as Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase went back to Louisiana. And Joe Burrow and that offense finally starting to figure some things out. You know, last week, Joe Mixon didn't have to do a whole lot, but they're running the ball a little bit better. What are you guys doing in this game? Are you sticking with Atlanta, who's done nothing but cover their six-and-a-half-point dogs? That actually bumped up. It was six earlier yesterday when we looked at this game. The total's 47-and-a-half. Plays in this one. Uh, Love the Bengals, minus six-and-a-half. We talked about the AFC North against the NFC South last week. Steelers, outright winners, big dogs. Bengals, winning cover in New Orleans against the Saints. Uh, you know, the Falcons, yes, they are 6-0 and against the spread. It's been a great month-and-a-half for them. A lot of credit to Arthur Smith. I think after his first season, people thought, yeah, this dude's probably just not cut out to be a head coach. Yeah. Obviously, they lose Ridley for the year to uh, to gambling. And they've dealt with injuries. No to court- gambling? To, to g- gambling. To gambling. By the way, bet MGM tonight <laughs> yeah, at the end of the show. Today. As long as you're not Kelvin Ridley, take our advice. Do you take think Kelvin advice. Ridley's going to have the kind of comeback video that D-Hop had for PEDs? He's going to be him. He's just going to be running out of a sports book, like <laughs> knock, knock, the, knocking over mind. grandma with her quarters at the slot machine. Yeah. Uh, Calvin, if you're listening. Uh, we've got an idea. We've got an idea. He, he's not listening. He, no. wants to, he wants to eventually play football again. He does. No, the Falcons, look, it's been a great start for them, and they've still been running the ball really well without Patterson. They average 165 yards a game on the ground, third in the NFL. Bengals, they've won three out of their last four since their 0-2 start, and all three of their losses have been by a field goal, game-winning field goal. So they're losing really close, or they're winning pretty convincingly, and I think they're going to win by more than a touchdown today. Burrow and Chase, I think they kind of found something last week in New Orleans. Teams were playing them with the two-high shell. They figured out a way to beat that. Mixing in the ground game, they've been going a little bit. And this defense, man, they really adjust in in the second half throughout games. They buckle down and play teams tough. So give me the Bengals minus 6.5. A, a lot of people are going to take Atlanta because it's a lot of points. Mm-hmm. They've been so good against the spread. But I think that Bengals offense is going to score quite a bit of points on the Falcons. I like Bengals team total over as well. I think that's a look, and I like the six and a half. Yeah, that's an interesting play there. I look at this Bengals team, and I say to myself, 
All right, well, what did they do when they played against a uh, decent rushing team in the Cowboys? Uh, they got slashed. The, the Falcons run 53% of the time, which is by far the most in the NFL. They also get a ton of offensive line push. They have the second highest adjusted line yards per carry, which is 4.77. As per contrast to Cincinnati, Cincinnati is actually 18th in this, right? Defense for the Bengals has definitely gotten better since a very rough, rough start. But to me, this feels like a game where maybe you want to just stay away from the side and maybe I want to target target the over, 47-and-a-half. Bengals versus the Falcons. I think Falcons are still going to be able to score on these Bengals. If you want to go ahead and look at the team total, I'm going to go ahead and do that as well. Um, For the the Atlanta Falcons, theirs is 19 and a half. I like that number. I like like minus 135 Bengals over, and I'd probably stay away from the side. Love it. I bet the Bengals in this game, I bet them at six. I'd bet them six and a half. I'd bet them probably up to seven, seven and a half. Then I'm probably looking at Atlanta. I don't think we get there, obviously. They're a really popular team right now. They've done nothing but cover. We talk about the way to stop Cincinnati. I mean, it's not a surprise. It's too high shell. And I just don't think that Atlanta has the horses to really pull that off. Like, they're pretty solid against the run, but they're 31st in pass defense. And now you have the Bengals who are figuring, figuring things out. They're seventh in passing offense. And that was with some really bad performances, mainly the one against Dallas early on in the season. And Joe Burrow hasn't turned the ball over really since the opener against the Steelers. 300 yards and three touchdowns against the Saints defense. And they couldn't shut down, you know, Jamar Chase. And I know Lattimore was out, but still he went for over a buck 30. I think I agree that Atlanta's probably going to be able to put up some points. They're going to be able to run the ball. Um, But I don't think that if they do have to drop Mariota back, he'll be able to do anything. The Bengals secondary, 13th in the league, but they are just 21st against the run. So I think this is a good get-right spot for Cincinnati, Mm -hmm. and it'll be the first uh, non-cover for Atlanta this season. So I am on the Bengals. That's an official play. What about Detroit, Dallas? We're obviously waiting on the injury report. looks like St. Brown is definitely back for the Lions. We're waiting to see what's up with the backfield. They obviously still have Jamal Williams, but we don't know about Swift yet. Dak probably back for Dallas. This went from seven down to six and a half. Cowboys at home, six and a half point favorites against the Lions. Total 49. Lions coming off the bye. What's your guys playing this game, if any at all? Just I'll start with you since this is your squad. Yeah, see, here's the thing. I don't like that the number is now six and a half because it's trying to beg me to take Dallas, yeah. right? Like, I like Detroit at plus seven. Yep. Uh, that's a key number for me. It's got backdoor cover written all over it. If you're looking at this game, you're saying to yourself, okay, well, Dak is coming back for the first game, Yeah, right? He's not going to be all of a sudden the MVP Dak Prescott that we've known. Yeah, He's going to have problems. We've seen what Russell Wilson did when he came back That's a little bit say. too early, yeah. right? He didn't look good. And so for me, I, I'm thinking, all right, well, he's going to have to hand the ball off to Zeke, give the ball to Tony Pollard a, a lot, and rely on their defense. And then in terms of Detroit, You know, Detroit defensively has been horrendous. Detroit is dead last and on track for maybe one of the most historically bad seasons. So I actually like, I actually kind of like the over in this game. I know that sounds counterintuitive. I do think Dak's going to probably look to run the ball, but Detroit is going to give Dallas a lot of possessions, but I do think that they keep it close. No official play on the side. I do like Detroit plus seven quite a bit. Don't like it as much at six and a half at all, um, leaning at over 49, but no official play. I'm with Trista. I like the seven with Detroit at six and a half. I'd still take Detroit, but I don't like it as much. That seven feels right. I think it's also a good matchup for the Lions because we know their defense is arguably one of the worst in football, if not the worst. 
But I don't know if Dallas is the team to take advantage of it. They've yet to score 25 points this season. Right. Yeah. The only game Dak has played this year, we know they scored three points against Tampa. Now he comes back. You figure there's going to be some rustiness. They're going to lean on their run game with Zeke and Pollard. So it's probably going to be a lower scoring game in that sense. And I just don't think that that's really good if you're trying to back Dallas minus six and a half when that's a lot of points. And we know the Lions are a great team to cover numbers like this and not win the game outright. Yeah, This just feels like Dallas 24-20 kind of game. And I feel like we'll get back to seven. So let's let's say you want to bet Detroit. Don't bet it tonight because when Dak gets announced officially in, that probably goes up. And let's say Swift gets announced out. I think you can maybe get a a seven and a half. I think there's a shot. And even if Swift... If Swift's out especially. Yeah, granted he's a running back. It's probably a half of a point. But with Dak coming back, then you... You could get Detroit. I mean, this is a numbers play where I grab Detroit plus seven off the bye. They're terrible defensively, like you guys said, but we don't know what Dak's going to look like first game back. So I think they could keep it within the number. That's what Detroit does. Probably not a bad look would be Dallas in the first half, though, because we yep. know Detroit always has to make that second half comeback. Sure. I worry, though, a little bit about Goff. He was terrible last week without St. Brown. If him and Swift are back, obviously that helps. But Time. man, under pressure with that cow- uh, with that Cowboys pass rush, he could have a terrible day. And remember, he still never won a game right. outside of Ford Field. And we don't need him to win. We yeah. just need him to just cover. cover the, but... Just cover the number. They're not winning. No. But, you know, uh, The Colts, two and a half point dogs. I bought the three minus 120. I pretty much broke down this game, man. I think they're going to be able to pick apart that Titan secondary. And they're getting healthier on both sides of the ball. JT's coming back. Hines is coming back. Totals 42. Colts are my favorite play in the NFL this weekend. What about you guys? Really? Wow. Favorite yeah. play. Yeah, I think Matt Ryan. Everybody keeps ragging on Matty Ryan, man. Three straight games of 300 yards, and I think he's going to pick apart that Titans defense. I love Mike Vrabel. I hate betting against him because he always finds ways to win these games. He does. But I think the Colts are getting right, man. And I still think that they're a double-digit win team that wins the division. I was high on them coming into the season. You know what's interesting about this game is they played three weeks ago and the Colts were favored by three and a half at home. And Mm -hmm. so the market was telling you they clearly thought the Colts were the better team. Now, with the Titans off their bye and Indy just playing a divisional opponent, this line is still telling you the Colts are the better team. They're the side to take. I just worry... That Vrabel, he's 4-0 against the spread after a bye. And there's something to that because their NFL coaches, they're either great after a bye or they awful after a bye. We know like Andy Reid and John Harbaugh and Belichick and McVay, they're unbelievable off buys. And so is Vrabel. So that's the thing that worries me. Tennessee's won five of their last six against the Colts. That's what also worries me. Um, the Colts would would be the play for me. It'd be Colts or pass. But I'm probably going to pass in this game. Yeah, first half Tennessee Titans for me because what we've seen from the Colts is that they've had a lot of these like late game comebacks. It happened last week. It happened the week before that against the Broncos. Yeah. So I like the Tennessee Titans to cover the one minus one ten in the first half. I still like the Colts to cover that number, but I like the Titans more in the first half. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.